Radio Chuck Dizzle DJ here. Yes, sir. In the building, man. The cornerstones. The cornerstone. The corner stores. The oh corner man, stone. look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gotta watch that shit. <laughs> some, you never know who watching. Copyrighted red. Yeah. Straight up. Desi G in the building with us Yer. right now, man. What's Desi going on, man? Motherfucker. Now, uh, singer, writer, extraordinaire, producer, DJ. You do all all of the above, man. Uh, the corner store out right now, mm. but but you have a, a brand surrounded around that as well, man. Kind of get into the the whole brand, everything, and with the project. So yeah, man. I just wanted to like basically like like put everything into one. All my talents, all my ideas, everything just just into one one store, I guess. Yeah. So the corner store is just my brand. I'm gonna push it. Um, I actually just got a, a creative space downtown LA. Yeah, seen that. Corner store. Corner store, man. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, man. I, now, I want to know, who's all these niggas on the cover? Oh, my God. Like, it's just, like, when I saw the cover, it's like, it's, it's five niggas on the cover. Like, it, it says Desi G. Uh -huh. It's five niggas. It's NWA style. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Them, them just the homies. Them my niggas. Like, he he on the cover, my boy. Uh, KB Devon, Epic Must Die, and just my nigga from day one, Garland. So I was just like, man, I must just put my niggas on, man. So you did you take this photo with the intent of using it for the cover, or no. you, it was just a photo that y'all had took? It's a beautiful disaster. <laughs> I I I had the idea like, cause my favorite number is three three three, and in the back it say three 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 central. So it your is, favorite number is three hundred and thirty three. Yes, that's a very interesting. So it's not just three, and you just put the threes on. It's just three three. I got three, it tatted. What, what's the significance? I don't get it. I see it all the time. Gotcha. Uh, I don't know. They call that like your angel number or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just, you ain't ever researched it to see like what what the significance is behind it. Yeah, I did, and I I don't know. <laughs> you ain't got so no many, answer. It's so, it's so many different answers on the internet. You never know. So I, I ain't picked one yet. But. So are you like deep into like the numerology and all that shit, or you don't really? No, I'm, no. I'm, 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 I'm just being good at math, I guess. <laughs> you good at math? I'm hella Thank good you for at telling math. me. Oh shit! You fucked up. I'm just letting you know right now. That's gonna <laughs> come back. Uh, that was my highest you. ACT score. All right. Math. Say, wait, All right. wait, say it again for real. Yeah, math. I'm really good at math. Now, so in in terms of like, because we talked about you, you doing multiple things, man. So what was the first thing that you kind of that attracted you to music? Was it was it the producing? Was it uh, the rapping, like, what was the thing? The first thing that you attached to it was producing mm -hmm. in high school. Uh, jerking was just popping, right? And then I, I downloaded Fruity Loops, I found like three sounds, and I ran with it. And then a homie <laughs> rapped on it, and it was just amazing. That was that was jerking, that was, jerking. Jerking. That was the sounds <laughs> of jerking sounds. days, man. Just three sounds getting popping. So, with, with, with that though, like, with how did you end up getting into the, the rapping portion of it though? Like, because even though you were doing producing, obviously. Everybody has their, their shot on the mic and tries to do that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So well, for you, was it, oh, I'm good at this? Or now nah, I'm just take a back seat? Or how, how was that journey for you? Um, I actually got into, like, really rapping. I was doing parody music. And I used to uh, do parody music for this shit called All Dev Digital. Yep. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, that's what got me into rapping. Like, you know, I was just like, <laughs> I can actually do this. Like, it was cool. It was fun to me. And it just, like, I don't know. Making a joke out of it. And yeah. it actually worked out. <laughs> yes. Hey, that, that's, you know, and it was funny because some people spend their lives trying to do this shit. Mm -hmm. And then you making a parody of it, it, it really shows the talent that you got because 
it's something you just doing off off the fly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and making it work out. Was there a specific skit that you were like, okay, I actually think I can make this a serious thing, you know, a- after the fact? It, it was this song. It, it was a um, Young Jeezy R.I.P. flip. Mm-hmm. It was EBT. 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 And then, I don't know, dude, I just started trying other shit after that. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just started trying regular music, I guess. Well, that's I guess you would call it regular right, music. Right, right. Do you think that, so I, I, you, t- you brought up something interesting about the jerk thing, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the jerk era is something that it's like near and dear to our hearts here in L.A. Yeah. Special, it's special for us, yeah. right? Because it kind of revitalized the L.A. music mm-hmm. scene on a, on, a, on a youthful level, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, and now to this day has had a long-lasting effect musically, right? Facts. Do you think that the jerk, quote-unquote the jerk era, was something that made you who you are as an artist right now? Because you technically wouldn't be in the music without it. And I think that's the case for a lot of these young artists. Facts. If it wasn't for jerking, shit, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, you're right. I probably wouldn't be doing this. Because it was just like... It was it was it was like a cult. It was a, it's a culture. Yeah. It was weird. It's like you had artists like Tav Third, uh, PC. He probably he didn't make yep. that much jerky music, but the same like tempo. Yep. YG mm-hmm. and like all that. We growing up in high school. That's what we was banging, yeah. listening to, dancing, the parties. Did you, what, now what about like when it comes to you? Say you you had three sounds. When you making your beat? Yeah, I, had, I like three or four sounds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a clap. So, so, okay, so when you was making those beats, did you do you did did you know they were whack at the time? Or I, hey, bro. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just I'm saying like nah, nah, there was there was compared was to new. your shit now, like yeah, no, I'm sure you They was whack. They was whack. Okay. They was whack but new. But I say but you <laughs> but new. But they was new to me. Like in real time, was that was it whack to you in real time? Or was it like, nah, this is what the sound is kind of Honestly, honestly, ah, man. Fuck, uh, it was whack. Man. <laughs> yeah. It was whack. It was whack. I, I ain't go for it. I, I ain't go for it. It, it wasn't good. But it wasn't but, good. But it was like you said, it was a soundtrack. It's a moment. For a lot yeah. of, it was for, a moment. for the youth, and it, and it gave uh, the culture something to hold on to, mm-hmm. and it, you know, get, breathe life into the culture out here. And so it was, it's kind of dope. But you do have a song kind of paying homage. How you say it? homage? Paying homage. 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 Yeah. Homage. However you want to say it. You're showing love <laughs> to the jerking on, on Jerky the project. Days, as well. yeah. And you got a young Sam on there. Yeah. That, that's kind of dope. How, how did you guys get back together? So um, I made a snippet and I put it on Instagram, and he commented. Oh shit! And then I just DM'd him like, "Hey, I want you to hop on this." And then it just, just happened it. like that. Yeah. Oh, that sounds something fairly simple. Now, yeah. when when jerking was a thing, obviously people know jerking nationwide from the new boys and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But it was a subculture too because it wasn't really mainstream to the new boys. Mm-hmm. Got you know you're a jerk and it kind of took off. Did you did y'all? It don't have to be you specific, yeah. right? But it could be amongst your amongst your amongst the scene or whatever the the, the crowd was. Did y'all ever feel a way that that was the representation for the jerk movement? Because a lot of my homies they said they felt a way about that. Uh, honestly, I didn't care because Time Me Down was a banger. <laughs> that shit was banger. <laughs> Shout out to Jay Nard. Yeah, Time Me Down was a banger, and and I actually knew one of them. So for them, it was cool, but. It was a lot of hot people like that was going on. Like, there's a lot of artists. Yeah. It was like I forgot. I think it was a website called Digital Drip. Yep. <laughs> Everybody oh, was yep. on Digital yeah. Drip. Yep. Bro. I was getting all my shit off there. <laughs> Digital Drip had the hits. 
I forgot all about that until you just said that. No, I remember that vividly. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. So what about like the other artists that? So this this how I look at the 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 California music scene, right? We got the hyphy era, Mm -hmm. and then we got the jerk era, Mm -hmm. and then we went into ratchet. Yeah, right. Is it? I got that that right. Right. Yeah, yeah, you got ratchet. Okay, okay. So when did you notice the shift when it started going from jerking and it was dancing and partying to like ratchet turned up? Man, when niggas started gangbanging again. <laughs> so you saying, like, niggas took a break from gangbanging? Honestly, that's how I feel. I feel like the jerk era, like, don't Jerking get me wrong. Jerking was some gangbanging shit, it though. Was, it's gangbanging dances, but it's like, I feel like it was just fun. Like, everybody was just going out having fun. And then after it was over, it was just like, all right. We tripped. We back on our bullshit. <laughs> Where you from? Where, <laughs> where you from? We back on our bullshit. And then when it got ratchet, I noticed, too, but... I mean, I, I noticed that the jerk era didn't mm-hmm. really allow for for girls and women to participate. Oh, uh, no. It was, it was yeah. just crowds of dudes Dude. around each other. Yeah, it was. And we was going dumb, and then mm-hmm. we was jerking, and then the girls couldn't participate. But then when the ratchet came, yeah, you yeah. had, like, you know, Vixen, which I know you did a 2.0 shit. Vixen! Uh, and you had, like, the other, the Pink Dollars came, yeah. and all of that type of shit came. And I feel like those were the first city girls. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. D- uh, Pink Dollars... Uh, it was like three groups, but yeah, yeah, Pink Dollars, Vixens, they made the they made the shit that shit got the shit jerking, twerking, yeah. whatever sure. you want to call it. Like that's the that's the shit that I love because it's like I love to get off. I, I'll get in the circle dance, but you feel me to get hot on some booty? Like you feel me? Hey, <laughs> yeah. Like turn up. Like because I remember we had the city girls on the show and we were talking to them about how people come down on them about. <laughs> What they the lyrics that they put? I'm like, bro, women have always been rapping like that. Yeah. So this this shit ain't yeah, new. It's ain't new. So do you like do from your perspective? Obviously, you got some turned up homegirls. Yeah. I've heard that. I need that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but I'm just saying, do you ever look at it like that? Like like uh, as far as a female's perspective on rap? Like, do you ever look at it like, hmm, maybe a man could get it? Like, do you believe in the double standards that men could get away with certain shit? Rapping about like what we rap about, and then the women rap about it. Now they wrong for doing it. Yeah, it, it's. I think it's fucked up because shit. I feel like girls can say whatever the fuck they want to say. Yeah, and because we say whatever the fuck we want to say, like hey, we get ahead up in the club. Like you, if you feel me, if if niggas want to, if if females, nah, no, let me stop. Let me take that back. If women want to make songs about how freaky and nasty they get, let them. It's I all agree. fun. I agree. It's a story. It's their story, it's yeah. They true facts. What they want to say for sure. Now, now, Desi G, the DJ man, talk about that because that—that's kind of where I, my introduction comes. I've seen uh, you DJing a lot of different events, you know, corporate and you know house shit, right? Mm-hmm. So, so talk about how that introduction got to you from producing to actually DJing. Well, uh, Boogie, he got me into DJing. I was just a homie coming around making beats, and he was like, "Man, I need a DJ because this shit going, this shit going crazy. I got a show." I hit up a couple DJs I knew. They didn't pull up. So I was like, yourself. I was like, let me hop on these CDJs and figure it out. <laughs> wow, that's it? Man. Yeah. That, you know, that's similar to my story, too. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Glasses punked me into being his DJ. Oh, shit. He was like, hey, cuz, you finna be my DJ. I don't know how to DJ. <laughs> well, you gonna learn. All right. All right. I guess, I guess just, I'm a DJ now. Just being a nigga who know how to use computers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. So did you get, when did you notice that you were good at it? Uh... It took me like two like how years. Long? Two years. Yeah. It took me like two years to 
like really get down to transitions and and like I honestly, I'm gonna be honest, I still don't know how to scratch. Like I be seeing, uh, what's the name? Artistic, he's crazy. Oh, artistic, he's, <laughs> he's, he's an animal. If you he's say animal. bar to artistic, you might as well like yeah. there's, there's, everybody will be considered whack. Like, artistic exactly. is a whole different level. Exactly. Bro, listen, Fuck artists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. Because when I when they, he He's embarrassing good. me, I'm like, bro, I'm not going. Bro, we were doing a day party, mm-hmm. and they tried to make me go after artists. I'm not uh, going nah, after nah, artists. Go. Well, go I don't that. give. A, I don't care about none of that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going after that man. You crazy? <laughs> that, He's, too ta- He's too talented. Right. Sure. He's too talented. But I, I'm I'm really like one of them hype man DJs. Like I like I'll be in the back turning up, switching the track, going out, hop out in the crowd. Hey, what's up? And then come back, switch like. But I think that's, that's important because that's that's where the energy comes in. Like you mm-hmm. said, you're the person that that turns the crowd up, and I feel like most DJs, you gotta have that element to it. To it, if you don't know how to do that, mm-hmm. you can't really call yourself a DJ because mm-hmm. that's that's what it's about. You know what I mean? But now, how did the DJ improve your production skill? Hearing what people like mm-hmm. and the BPMs and the, the bounce and like that should change everything. That should change everything. Honestly, it made me twice as better at making beats. Yeah, no, I think. That is so important, bro, because, again, going, I taught Glasses how to DJ, right? Mm-hmm. And it changed the way he made music. And he said that, and he went he went on a breakfast club and said that niggas shouldn't be allowed to make money in the music industry until they learn how to make records and learn how to DJ. He's like, rapper. he said rappers don't understand the the, the way that they need to construct their records properly until mm-hmm. they learn the DJ yeah. side of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, he get it. And I'm glad that you said that. Yeah. Yeah, bro, because... Niggas just go in the studio and just be saying anything and doing anything, and then it's it's a lot that come with it. It's a lot that come with it, like like four bars when you want it to drop. Like it's just, it's, it's a it's it's kind of like a formula. It is. It is a formula. It's a science. Mm-hmm. I was just explaining that to your boy Epic uh, last night. I went mm-hmm. to the studio. I was explaining that to him. He didn't want to hear me, but <laughs> <laughs> he was on some art shit, and I was like, bro, like, yeah, okay. I get it, but mm-hmm. you'll get there. But anyway, go ahead. No, I think that's important, too, because you just got to know those formulas. And like you said, you you learn that based off of being, like, we always talk about it. The DJ is so crucial to, to the music industry. In mm-hmm. a sense. And a lot of people ne- don't necessarily talk about the production side of it. But, yeah, if you, just a, just a quick uh, life hack for DJs. If you, if you are producers, if you learn how to DJ or get a DJ homie, that, that's going to save you a lot of time and a yeah. lot of energy to make hit records and shit. Now, you being a DJ, Desi G, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're DJing for books. Shout out to Westside yeah. Bookie. How do you then become like so? Let's say like when do you ask him for this verse for your album? Like, are you finished DJing the set? <laughs> you finish DJing the set? It's like, hey, I need a verse for my album. He's like, what album? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Like, how did that? What's that conversation like? Oh, uh, man, it was. How do you explain to the homie who you DJ for that you are no, now no. trying to take his job <laughs> as a rapper? Man, we make two different vibes, nah, but um. Just he the homie, he the homie, and then he knew I'd, I've done music, and it was just, it was low key an easy play. It's just because we look out for each other, so it's just like he looked out for me. I was like, hey man, I need this verse, man. He's like, so he was already. Did he know when you were DJing for him that you were already rapping? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. When, when did it become a, a pro, was it was it a, at some point did you know you were gonna kind of revisit the the artistry side like rapping or was it like. Oh man, I'm turning. We we having fun, and yo, we made a couple of dope records. Let's see what this turns into. Or did you already have it in the back of your mind? Like, all right, I'm gonna produce. I'm gonna DJ. I'm doing the rapping shit. That's gonna be on the back seat until I figure all this shit out. What was the the mindset of you as this, all this was going on? Honestly, I was like, 
man, I was trying to like get different artists on my beats, and honestly, niggas wasn't fucking with me at first. Of so, course, of so course, I was yeah. like, I'm gonna rap on my own shit. Got it, got it. And then I made this song called Drunk, and then that was like my first like little little like chance at people in the city fucking with me. Mm-hmm. Do you now? Here's this is funny. <laughs> oh, shit. The song nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, Huey Briss. Great record, by the way. Thank you. Fuck Great with it. We have we had Huey Briss on the show. Okay, and Huey Briss is a very interesting character. Yes. Y'all shot the video. What was that like? <laughs> <laughs> because he different. No, you know he, he, no he, yeah. You know, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> like that. Yeah. Hey, head is hilarious, bro. Man, he, that's, man, <laughs> that's my nigga from back in the nah, day, nah, bro. Nah, 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 that's not what I asked you. What was that like? It was cool. It was cool. It was it was chill. He he came through. He had a little spin move. It was it was a vibe. He hit the spin move. He hit the spin move. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all niggas getting at? I want to know. I just, I just want Zoom to know. it on head. What you I, just, to I just wanted to know what it was oh, like. Okay. I didn't. I'm not know. There's no undertone. Oh, okay, I'm just making sure. Mm-hmm. Just making sure. I just want to know what it was like. But, yeah. Um. But interestingly enough, oh, I do want to go back to the to the. I need that 2.0. Okay. What what the like? Okay, did you always like? Where did that come from? Like how, y'all was sitting around, y'all was high. Like what happened? <laughs> Damn. So basically. We, we was high. <laughs> so we was high. We got high. The girls was there. We was like, let's let's do this record over again. I picked everybody for that song, and they all recorded separately. Oh, really? Different yeah. sessions or different sessions? Oh, wow. So I had uh, I I sampled. I need that, and then I hit up Ashby, and she was like, "Oh, I love the beat." And I was like, "Oh." So I set up a studio session. She came recorded. And then I hit my boy KB Devine. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, we just gassed it. Yeah, I want you on this. Boom. Then she, he hopped on it. Then I asked Ray. I was like, hey, Ray, you trying to hop on this? Because I was trying to make, like, a big, like, just a big record for, like, the West. Like, I was trying to make it as big as possible. Like, so Ray hopped on it. She said some crazy shit, and I loved it. I was like, let's go. <laughs> then Ash Bash, she was the last person to hop on it. I just... I sent her everybody else that was on it. She fucked with it, hopped on it. And then I was in a studio um, in Duno. Yeah. He was in there. I was like, I want to skip for my album. And then I played him the songs. And then he hopped on, uh, he just hopped on the intro. That's what's up. Now, now how, how do you how do you manage the different personalities, like, as a producer? Because now you're going in. It's different from making beats for somebody else. But mm-hmm. now this is, I'm assuming you, you're constructing your project, right? Yeah. How, how do you now manage the personalities, figuring out what fits, what doesn't fit, like, for for the for your project, The Corner Store? Um, I was basically just having sessions, just mm-hmm. inviting producers and artists, and I made a lot of music. Kind of like that chronic vibe. Like yeah. I, chronic, oh, bringing, yeah. Just bringing artists, bringing mm-hmm. producers over there, kind of catching the vibe. I made, like, 50-plus songs. How do you boil that down to only, what, 10, not 12, 13? How uh, well, it was 11. It's... I need that 2.0 it was supposed to be on there, but it was something about the metadata and some, oh, okay. some crazy shit. That's it why you need a nigga with computers. You got to figure that shit out. <sighs> Man, it was it was a lot. So that's why we got 11 on there. Yeah. So how do you how do you break it down from 50 to to just 11 at that point? Man, it was hard. Because I got records with, I don't want to name them, 
but I got records with some niggas in the city, and it's like, so okay. The, and, and what? what wait, they wait, didn't wait, come with it. And they, they didn't, didn't come with you it. You said they what? It, it, they didn't come with it. it. It's like it banged, but like the rest of them banged. So it's like, wait. So you saying that you got weak ass verses from art from artists, and that's why you didn't use it? Yeah. For some and, people, some for some people, it was it was weak. I, I'm not mad at that and, because and, that means that you care about the the integrity of the record yeah. over the over the the name and the feature mm-hmm. and all that. How do you then tell an artist like, okay, this ain't gonna work on my shit or this ain't gonna come out? <laughs> he ain't, he just didn't hit him back. Okay, <laughs> how you know? Because <laughs> I don't think you as the type of person to hit to tell somebody like, hey, bro. No, but do you do you have those conversations with people like, yo, this this just didn't fit? What, what I did no, on I did say. Is, to, to a couple people I said it didn't, it didn't work out. Yeah. Like, like maybe I'll have it on Deluxe or mm-hmm. something, or I'll just use the Did records you, later as you, singles. Okay. How long have you been working on this project? Um, I've, The focus probably been eight months to a year. All right. So over but, the last year, how many people have you told they versus whack, and that's why you're not putting it on your album. Oh, I never, I, I never said okay. they versus. I didn't whack. think so. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I I'll never, I'll, I'll never say your so versus. Whack. I don't think, I don't think that's what he was getting. I don't think you're saying that the. Ver- he you, said I, they didn't come with it. They didn't come with it, so it's not. I get. I'm assuming. I, I interpret that as it just didn't fit with. No, the shit was trash. <laughs> All right, wait, hold on. Let, let's clear. Man, was it love trash? Calling shit trash. And trash? I love it too. Was it trash or was it just did it not fit? With, it didn't with, fit. It didn't fit where I was going. So it was no trash ass versus you got over the last year. I did get trash ass. So versus. what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> What's a little? Yo. Oh, all right. You know what I'm saying? I tried to say you. I'm about to be hated. I tried to say. You. What are we talking about? I tried to throw you. I was over. Line. I was moving past this already. You know what I'm saying? You kept, hey, so what you saying is, he already said it. All right, whatever. God damn. All right, whatever. I still got, but I will say this, I still got some records that I I am using. Okay, for sure. So those are coming down the the pipeline. Mm -hmm. You you do have another project out. What's the difference between Desi Quarantino uh, Quarantino and this? I feel like uh, the corner store is more like a comp. Mm Desi Quarantino was just me in quarantine, just talking my shit. Got it, got it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you also had another Compton homie on here, Buddy. Now, what's interesting about Buddy is I don't think the world understands him as an artist. And, and, I, and I think I've told him this before. Like, the way Buddy is, mm-hmm. like, his the way he is, his artistry is, because he he'll do, like, some light melodies. Yeah. But then he'll, like, rap. Rap, he'll, yeah. He'll rap, like, like, Black is one of my favorite songs, mm-hmm. right? I don't like the Black Tube. But the black, yeah, black goes crazy. That shit, he's rapping yeah. his ass mm-hmm. off. So, anyway, long story short, when you work with somebody like Boogie and then Buddy, those are two different kind of artists. Yeah, do are you ever intimidated when you're working with different with, with different styles of people because they may or may not compliment? Like you said, it don't, it don't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I feel like I feel like I just played a whole bunch of beats. So like, I let them choose the vibe. I let the artist choose the vibe all the time. Like, I'll come in and add what I can add. But like, when I'm working with like Boogie or Buddy, I let them choose the beat. Like, instead of me having the beat and be like, "Hey, fuck with this," like you know. Yeah. Did you already have a relationship with Buddy? Yes, I used to be his photographer. What? Just need to take photos, bro. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm, go, I'm going to the house. I got to learn to cry. I, I got to go to the house. So, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hey, you know what? Produce. I just shoot music no, no, videos. No, no. Let's not even do that. What don't you know how to do? 
I don't know how to he, draw. You don't know how to draw. Yeah. Okay. He don't, know, he don't know how to do the metadata shit. You don't know how to upload your shit to fucking to the streaming platforms. Yeah. Okay. What else don't you know how to do? Uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I know how to do it all, man. I know how to do it all, you bro. Set the tone. Yeah. I'm a unicorn, bro. Now, one, one of one of I, I have a couple of standout tracks. This fool said I used to be his photographer. <laughs> you didn't. That just just blew right what? past. No, we we talked about nothing. Obviously, one of a, a good track. How did you get Desi Mo to start rapping again? Because I feel like she took a huge break, man. And and I I was one of the surprise. Um, Guests on the album that I heard, I'm like, damn, it's good to hear her back. And now mm -hmm. she's doing her thing. She's kind of gearing back up, man. How, how did you get her back in the studio to do some shit? Uh, I produced mostly, like, a lot of her shit. Mm -hmm. Like, so, well, well, dating back for, like, the past two, three years, I've been doing all her shit. So, she's talented, she's man. Talented she's from Long Beach. She's talented. She could she rap her ass off. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, I'm a coach, too. Like, I be coaching, like, I be like... Come on, you got it. Like, let's do it. Yeah. Like, you know? I also saw you, um, I remember seeing on your Instagram that you were going to battle the Jabberwockies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you you know what you are? You're one of the people like, I'm going to make it yeah, in this No matter industry. what. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going I'm to come in taking photos and making beats. <laughs> I'm going to do something in this mm -hmm. bitch. Y'all not going to miss me. Did was, Is that your mentality? You just don't want to work a job. Oh, hell no. What was the last Hell no. I am my own five? boss. Last nine to five you had. Last nine to five, I worked at Costco. Costco. And did you quit? Did you let it go? Did you get fired? I let it go. Let it go. What well, I mean? know. Actually, no. It was seasonal. So they didn't pick me back up. Gotcha. Yeah, you didn't like, they let show up. They let me go. The fuck out of here. shooting videos in the parking lot. Right <laughs> yeah. I was, was pushing carts. He yeah. was jerking in the aisle. Right. I was pushing carts you know, and shooting yeah, videos. Let's, let's not bring him back. Why yeah, is Desmond taking the photos <laughs> on aisle eight? <laughs> oh, but at least you, you, like, you didn't. So when you did work that, did you know that was your last time? Like, all right, this season, and after this, I'm done. Yeah. You knew. I knew. I knew I wasn't going back to working for somebody else. And that was when? What year was that? 2017. Damn. You've been figuring it out ever since then. Figuring it out, That's bro. amazing, man. I, I'll I, go broke before I go back. I think people need to hear, <laughs> hear about that, though. Why? What What makes you go to that place? Because a lot of people, it's convenient for them to hit that 9 to 5 again. Mm -hmm. like you when, when did you make a decision, a conscious decision to say, yeah, I'm never going back again? Man, it's just my energy. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't, like... For me, I, I I felt like I couldn't be creative, like because I was shooting videos and doing all that while I was uh, working at Costco, and it was just like, this not it. Yeah, I was like, I can't I can't be creative and and push these carts. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was pushing carts. And they're thinking about in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like in the winter. I was like nah. Now nah, my bad. I didn't mean to hit that. There was a uh, there's a track that stands out to me also. There was when we talked about Epic Must Die, um, a song called Already Outside. Now, I don't know if this is just me pulling from being a DJ Quick fan. I feel like the the end kind of reminds me of like if DJ Quick were to do a Quick's groove in 2021. That's what the end kind of reminds mm -hmm. me of, man. How, is DJ Quick an inspiration for yourself? Hell yeah. As a producer. Mm -hmm. Cuz he he did it all too. Yeah. I fuck with people who do it all. Like DJ Quick, Dre, and Kanye. I fuck with people who who could do it multi multi lanes. Hop in, go make a beat, boom boom boom, go rap, boom boom boom, go DJ, go produce, like By just do it means, all. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I, I I like that. Um, 
That's dope. I think you're incredibly talented. Oh, thank you. Bro. You know what I'm saying? And I and I really do enjoy the album. I, I remember um, Sasha was advocating for you. And, That's and, my dog. And I remember like listening to it in the Salas too. And I was like, damn, this shit is really. I wanted to not like it so bad. Like, I, yes. I, I did. Yes. I, I did. I'll be honest with you. Cause it was like, people kept pressing me about like. Ah, yeah. putting it in your ear. Yeah, like people kept pressing, like, bro, you gotta listen to his shit. And you mm-hmm. gotta listen to his shit. I'm like, so I roll, I'm rolling to the crib after after I leave work one day and I'm listening to your shit. I'm like, damn, this shit is really good. So I had to concede. And I'm like, damn, this shit is really good, bro. So if it wasn't though, I would tell you. I know, yeah, I've, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen you tell people no. Are, are you how, <laughs> how receptive are you to constructive like criticism and feedback? Oh, I'm, a, I take it personal. I'm about to go make some hard shit. Wait, taking it personal <laughs> meaning like I'm gonna get back in the lab and make something better. Yeah. Or, okay, got it. I'm that's M- not, that's not too personal. M- MJ, got it. <laughs> MJ. You said MJ. MJ. Yo, um, the year can't end without Desi G doing what? What's one thing that you got on your mind? Whether it's music, career related, or just personal, like the year can't end without Desi doing what? Uh, West by West Side. I wanted, yeah. I want, I want to throw another event because I only could do, I only did the online event, but I want to throw a, a fun event, man. Cause like that didn't it get like COVID hit right before, mm-hmm. right, like right before I seen all that, man. Seen all that. So now you from? I'm sorry, you from Long Beach, North Side Long Beach, yeah. Okay, you from Long Beach. What are your top three long? I mean, your top three artists from LA right now? Just like LA, period. In overall county? Hmm. It could be of all time. It don't have to be like new. Oh, all time? Mm-hmm. Shit, I love, I love Snoop. I love Snoop, bruh. Uh, Hey, I was a big Crooked Eye fan. Man, of course you were. No, 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 no. I'm glad you mentioned that. We were talking to Vince Staples about that. Yeah. And we asked him about mm-hmm. top Long Beach artists. And he didn't name Crooked Eye. Oh, the, the comments flamed his ass. Oh, yeah, like they that. killed yeah. it. So I'm oh, glad yeah. you mentioned that. Crooked Eye definitely deserves his flowers yeah. for sure. Nah, he sure. talented. I was, That's two. I was big, a uh, big Slaughterhouse fan. Yeah. Like, Me too. Yeah, they, they came with bars. Um, two and... I gotta go with Sugar Free. Really? That's crazy. That's dope. I mean, it's dope. Yeah. Because yeah. like two people that crooked, crook and um and Sugar Free really never really get mentioned when you yeah. ask those kind of questions, mm-hmm. especially from younger people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't be tapped in like that. But that's dope. I'm glad you said that. So you said you're good at math, right? Yeah. Oh shit. Um, I don't know if he has this prepared, but I do. We got the home, the 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 homegrown head scratchers, right? Yes. Uh, DJ Head, go and explain what this is. So we have listeners call in. And they guess if you got the answers to these questions right or okay. wrong. I'm gonna ask you a series of fifth grade test questions. Okay. And even if you don't know, just guess. All right. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. In fraction, what is the number above called? What's the top number called? <laughs> you look like a meme right now. <laughs> you do look like a meme. Damn. <laughs> Take a guess. Oh, uh, man. I know the bottom's denominator. And the top is. <laughs> I 
In the comments, gonna be, yo, they're gonna murder you in the comments. Good. All right. I love it. Um, what are the first prime numbers? <laughs> These fifth grade questions? Fifth grade. All right. Bro, ahead. he looked like. Robbers. Robbers. Zero, one, and three? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Damn, man. Zero, one, and three. Zero. One, and three. Bro, you talking about throwing darts. <laughs> trying to Bar? hit something? Bar? You yeah. trying to hit something, huh? Uh, all right. Next one. All right, let me go to the next. I'm going to so skip terrible. that. terrible. Maybe give a non-math one. How about that? All right, I'll give him a non-math yeah, give me one. Because I, I said I was so good at math, I don't that's know. Why, that's why I did that to you. You know Dang. what I'm saying? You got to undersell, over-deliver. You came in hot. came in too hot. <laughs> uh, all right. Um... Which U.S. state is located outside of North America? Alaska? No. Outside of North America. Oh, U.S. state? Mm -hmm. Puerto Rico? No. We're going to skip that one. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, 0 for 4! <laughs> I'm Shaq at free throw right now. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh shit! North America state. Yeah. All right, <laughs> All right. I can't think. Yeah, <laughs> do one more. All right, here we go. We just had the Olympics. Okay. What are the colors of the Olympic rings? Red, yellow, green, blue, and black. That's good. Good job. You got one. Great challenge, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, yes, let's go. So, uh, um, the the okay. Again, going to promote the corner store. Is there is there a particular favorite that you have off the album? I know it's kind of hard to do this, but it, it it was there. Is there a standout track that you knew? Like, okay, this set the tone for the album. Um, I'm gonna just go with on you with you? Chris with Chris O'Bannon because that. That that started like it, that Loki started the album. It, right. That's the oldest track. It's like two years old. Wow. And he's another he's another one too. Just super underrated man. Talented. Very extremely talented man. I, he I, I kind of look at him the same way. Like it's just a matter of time. Like that people gonna catch up. Yeah. Shit, so for sure. That, no, go ahead. No, I was just, I was, I'm about to close it out. So yeah. No, I was I, I was just gonna tell you. Um, keep doing your shit. Appreciate. It. I, I really do. I mean, I talk a lot of shit, but. And I, I really dislike talented people because I don't have no talents. <laughs> but, um, you know what I'm saying? I think you're incredibly dope. Appreciate it. And I think what you said about, you know, people that inspire Kanye being one of them, I see you definitely on that, mm -hmm. on, in that path because you can just do it all. So yeah. keep doing your shit. Um, go ahead and introduce uh, the Nothing record for L.A. real quick. 
Hey man, it's your boy Desi G, and I uh, got a new single, Nothing, featuring Huey Briss. Let's get it! And of course, he's gonna have like five more talents when he comes back, man. <laughs> Desi G, Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Ed. Catch y'all next time.